Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com And I'm staring back at two game sevens. This is it. What a time to be alive, Javes. What a fucking time to be alive. Know you're a diehard basketball fan. Always have been, always will be. You know that. The world knows it. We're recording about an hour before uh, tip-off of game seven for LeBron. Could be LeBron's last game ever in Cleveland. He's playing at the Boston uh, Yarden. And uh, boy, that's... That is a hot series, one. Two, we got another game seven to go to the finals in the Western Conference Finals. And that's Steph Curry and the boys. Yeah, um, that little that little Steph Curry, huh? Boy, they uh, they were down by 17 last night, shot awake, and ended up winning by 30. Sp- spread was 12 and a half. Why am I bringing up the spread, you ask? Like I'm in Vegas. 
because I'm about to be in Vegas. What am I going there for? Game one of the Stanley Cup Finals in the NHL. Holy shit! Oh, I love a game one. <laughs> when it comes to, when it comes to like playoffs and stuff, you know me. I get juiced for game one <laughs> seven i'm like wow oh, I've, gosh boy. i've watched so many already you know what i mean <laughs> Woo! everybody's gonna be down for that i love one. how i'm going to like a bucket list <laughs> event i'm going to the stanley cup finals and you just pull down your pants and take a shit all over my dreams. And why is that? Why is that, Japes? Because I shit on everything that I don't get involved, like that I'm <laughs> not invited to, to. to. Yeah, because it it's the only way that I can deal with it. You you would have been invited, but you you decided to be a loser and have kids, and it was just like <laughs> way know. to go, Jabes. We all know that those little fuckers ruin everything. <laughs> Don't they? God damn it! I could be at game one. You know what's funny? We met some we met some <laughs> listeners out for drinks uh, the other night on Friday night. Who were in town, Wilmington? We went to our our favorite uh, place on the planet, Wilmington Brewery, and uh, had a couple beers. And it, somebody took a picture of us and then you know posted it, right? Yeah. And uh, in the post, here's what I found to be hilarious: was somebody underneath it was like, "Oh shit! I bet it was crazy." I bet you Ross was like 19 beers deep. And he goes, no, only Ross was actually like, like one or two beers deep because he was being a dad. And <laughs> yeah, that's, our that's correct. Was there. Our, our child was yeah, there. Yeah. And if, if you're at home wondering to yourself, why did, why did Jesse and Ross take the child into a brewery? Um, it's like an old fashioned uh, brewery. They've got things for kids and their games and toys and all that stuff. So what's our favorite brewery in town. And we talk about it all the time. It is, but I, I Wilmington I, in case you're, roll through and you're like man can i bring a kid or a dog there yes you can um they got things for kids and stuff like that so you can just at least it's be. it's fun you know like it, at least it's it's cool and uh it was nice to meet up with everybody and I'm, I'm glad we got to do it i'm glad we got to do it and i'm i'm glad i get to go to the stanley cup mm, gosh Ooh, james game one exciting <laughs> game one you know this it all hinges on this you no? keep talking shit and i have a feeling i might be sending you a picture from game two whoa, well. <laughs> whoa he never comes back don't fucking tempt me with a good time stay out there what what's the degree we got out there how hot, how hot do we got it's out reaping, there it's it's reaching uh triple dig sure have fun uh yeah do your thing <laughs> it's reaching triple dig this week um boy i forget because we haven't been what was it when was the last time we were in vegas in the summer Holy shit. It must have been I some I know cons- you know because after the show or after Oh my god, yes, yes, yes. The movie. It was after the movie. Uh we we had a layover there in uh Yes. We were doing Drinking Bros Live, the Shaved Eagle Tour movie. And we went and saw Mumford and Sons in Vegas and it was like 5 million degrees. I think I was out on my feet at like 1:30 roaming through Shake Shack. Oh yes, yes. Well, you um, you had a little. Well, look, I yeah, lots of drink. Um, obviously, I was directing a movie too, so yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But the it was heat. the day after. Yeah, the heat was so blinding. And I, I think I lost my vision at yeah, one point. And this was at twelve thirty at night. Yeah, yeah. And you don't have time <laughs> to acclimate because you just fly in. No. We did a whirlwind trip, so it's just like flying in. Yeah. to the heat. For that day was just like, oh, holy shit. And the show was incredible. and But it was inside. It was air conditioned. It was nice. And then it's one of those Vegas moments where you're like, ah, we're just a couple hotels down. No bigs. We'll no. walk it. No. Amateur that, move, you guys. Everybody knows that. That it doesn't is matter. a mirage in the desert where you're, you're never actually a couple hotels down. And if you are, it's about a two mile walk where you're just like, oh, Yeah. No. Funny enough, never stayed at the mirage. But, you know, everything (laughs) never, never stayed at the Mirage, but everything's a Mirage. And I used to make that amateur move back in the day. You're just like, ah, it's right there. Don't do it. That's how the streets get filled with bodies. Yeah. Every summer. Yep. And it happens. Oh, yeah. People, there's a lot of of heat deaths. (laughs) and uh, Yeah. Yeah. You, sure. you, you lived out there for a stretch. I did. I don't want to brag. Yeah. No, you shouldn't. (laughs) 
I don't want to brag, but I was a bartender in Vegas yeah, for a second. Yeah, you were, James. And stripper on the stripper or not on the strip? Stripper what? No, on the strip <laughs> or, or not on the strip? On the strip at okay. the um, NASCAR cafe oh, and bar. Love, I love their whole mo- yes. motif. Yes, used to be in the Sahara. Uh, <laughs> since blown the fuck up. Remember that <laughs> yeah, side? Yeah. Gold, the golden. No, no. The nugget? Yeah. I think been, it was just straight up the nugget. They, yeah, they've been blowing up hotel, the old hotels yeah. and uh, re- replacing them. And then they show the footage and you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah I, cause it, oddly enough, I, I was just looking up. I had to book reservations for tomorrow for the hotel. It was a last minute thing. We're doing a show for Drinking Bros with the Golden Knights and, uh, and our first sponsor, uh, Black Rifle Coffee. Who is a sponsor of the Las Vegas Golden Knights? Um, so we're doing some some fun stuff with them in Vegas this week. Uh, last minute trip, and I go to book a hotel room, and it was eighty three dollars at New York, New York. Hey oh, and I'm like, what is happening here? And it's like, oh yeah, it's the day after Labor Day, and yeah. everyone is gone, and it's a hundred and six degrees. No one's in Vegas. You can get a suite for like one fifty there, <laughs> just ball out hard. Um, New York, New York is right behind the arena where the Vegas Knights play. I don't want that mirage, which is why I booked right oh, yeah, 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 30 yeah, yeah, yards yeah, yeah. from it. So that way I don't have to deal with that. Even that shit. if it was across the street, it yeah. would be too far. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um. So, yeah, you have to book. I mean, yeah, I would have brought a tent and just stayed in the arena. But yeah, like, yeah. That's close enough. I, and I remember last time we went, because uh, the only other hotel that is right across from the arena is, is the Monte Carlo. And I remember last time we went, that was the only hotel we could get for that night. And uh, we had to stay there. And they were like, oh, no, it's great. They've redone it. No, no, they haven't. <laughs> Here's the deal with the Monte Carlo. There was Syrian refugees lined. <laughs> yeah. uh, there was probably like three or 400 in the lobby sitting on suitcases, like playing drums. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I was scared a little bit. Yeah. For my life. But that's just my, you know, my little bit of racism. Latent. No. Latent no. racism. It's, it's not at all. It was weird. Like, I, I didn't know what was weird. going on. I didn't on. know what kind of convention was going on and if anybody was. Yeah. It felt like a bunch of displaced uh, yes. people, immigrants, which we're going to get to later. That in the we're going to live there. Yeah. Okay. Because here's the deal with the Monte Carlo. They've got big plans, but none of them have been completed. No. Right. So it's like. <laughs> There's going to be like this amazing restaurant. There's going to be this huge, this wing One of day. like all breweries and da da da. And so when you're booking, yeah. they've got it up as if it's all done. But then you get there and it's like coming. Not 20, even close. 20. Yep. Yeah. And you're Not like, even close. oh my God, I'm staying in a construction zone with a bunch of like pictures that's, and of that's what, what it's going to yeah. be. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because um, a lot of hotels are doing that to try to keep up with the Joneses. And remodel and do all that shit. Planet Hollywood's done a really good job of it. Um, in Their there, remodel, yeah. Or yeah. Remember, all, all the rooms are nice. Uh, oh, there's yeah. a there's a mall now inside. Like it's great. Uh, I, I enjoyed it there. New York, New York is always steady for me. Where it's like, all right, great, bunch of restaurants. Uh, nine fighting Irishmen's in there. The bar, Your like a couple good bars. Yeah, and uh, a lot of food options. So uh, I feel I feel all right about it. I feel all right about it. But let's get to the sponsor, shall we? Um, first and foremost, talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. Yes, kids, they are a sponsor of the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, some of the finest coffee on the planet. Not only are they my best friends that own the goddamn place, but, uh, they're all veterans. So on this Memorial Day, um, uh, it's nice to support some veteran owned companies and we have quite a few of them. Uh, as our sponsors and black rifle coffee is is second to none when it comes to to helping others out and uh they're doing a buy one get one on bags of coffee right now if you buy one get one uh you get one for yourself and then one goes to the troops and that's that's legit by the way that's 100 percent true i can personally attest to that they did this over christmas with uh 10, pounds of coffee uh shipped to overseas um, to uh, to soldiers deployed, and all you had to do was was write in, and uh, they did it. They completed all ten thousand pounds. I think about a, a week early too, man. Um, so they were always doing great shit. I love their company. Their coffee is amazing. 
sign up for their coffee club of the month club. Uh, they got bags, they got K cups, and a bunch a bunch of uh, amazing blends. And they've also got the best apparel and the biz. Go to blackriflecoffee.com. Type in the one time promo code Revolution for twenty percent off at blackriflecoffee.com. One time promo code Revolution twenty percent off. Next up, we've got strikeforceenergy.com. Boom, 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 boom. Bazoinker. Oh, James. No? Oh, James. What is it? There's going to be a lot of Morgan Freeman on the show, by the way. Um, oh, of course. <laughs> Bazoinkers. Bazoinkers. I'm sorry. I never remember that one. Nah, strikeforceenergy.com is. Well, you know what they are. You can kick the can, kids. They're, they're, they're the energy drink of the future. If you thought Dippin' Dots was the ice cream of the future, congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> Still fine. Now that. they always say congratulations. Um, Strike Force Energy is the energy drink of the future. We're talking about four amazing flavors. A ridge for that bush. Lemon, orange, and uh, make America grape again. They get a 10 pack, a 40 pack, a 750 milliliter bottle. They also have a subscription of the month club. Go to strikeforceenergy.com and get yourself a tasty, tiny little tin pouch full of energy that you rip open and squeeze into every liquid available. Uh, use the promo code Revolution for 20% off. That's good every time. Ooh, Revolution 20% off. Good every time. Next up, we've got, oh, Jabes. Oh, Javes. Straightrazors.com. <laughs> That's a clean cut. Smooth. You like it? Oh, God. <laughs> God. Don't, don't check to see if the podcasts are done. You stopped wearing up. headphones tonight, <laughs> and now I know why. You didn't even want to hear the sound of your own Asian voice saying, you like it? like it? Deb, take it away. <laughs> I put your picture away. <laughs> Straightrazors.com is for real men and Debs alike. <laughs> um, Dude. Get yourself a, a, a shaving kit uh, for this uh, Father's Day. Um, this, is, this is something to say, hey, Dad, guess what? I love you. Sorry, but I've blown you off all year, uh, but I love you today. Uh, straightrazors.com they got uh, beard oils mustache waxes uh, conditioners shampoos you fucking name it everything to be a real man and their straight razors are they'll give you the cleanest smoothest shave on the planet if you're worried about it they get a safety razor that's just like your normal fucking shaver and uh, these goddamn blades last forever which is great you never have to really replace them go to straightrazors.com type in the promo code revolution for 20% off and uh, look, try their aftershave. Just try the smolder if it's not the greatest fucking aftershave you've ever had in your life. Um, I'll fucking punch you right in the gooch. I'll punch you right in the fucking gooch. Um, go to straightrazors.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Uh, last but not least, we're talking about the Caillou app. That's K-A-Y-U. Um, this is another one. This is uh, two green berets out of Fort Bragg. On Memorial Day, download their app. It's fucking free. It's on uh, iPhones, Androids, Sidekicks, Blueberbs. Probably not on a blueberry, but uh, <laughs> a blueberry. A blueberbs. Uh, with social a media going down in flint. Eh, whatever, man. Blueberry, blackberry, his berry, her berry. I don't give a <laughs> oh shit. My who's God, <laughs> your um, blueberry. Uh, go to go to the Caillou app in your app store and uh, just download it for free. Social media combines travel, lodging, partying all together. You can view humans, rate humans, and go on trips with humans. Get wet with humans and uh, get your beak sweats with humans. Um, that's KYU. Do it now. While you're at it, while you're on the interwebs, uh, download my book, When Darkness Falls. He doesn't catch it. Pre-order that hardback on Amazon or barnesandnoble.com right now. Giving you an update. We're 2,600 copies away from the bestseller list. Um, we're getting close, kids. We're getting real goddamn close, but I need your help. Please go out and buy this fine piece of uh, literature. I also just sh locked down one of the most shocking inserts ever into a book, uh, photograph-wise. I'm not going to say who it is. 
I'm going to let that be a surprise when that shows up at your doorstep. And there's a way around it on like, like all of these sites so that you don't have to reveal like the inside of it. So you're not going to know <laughs> who's in this until you order it and it shows up at your house. But it's amazing. Uh, please go check out When Darkness Falls, He Doesn't Catch It. It's a sequel to A Night She Cries While He Rides Steed. Gotta hit that list, dude. Gotta hit that fucking New York Times bestseller list. And with that, we're gonna start the show with uh, with Chrissy Teigen. Oh, God. She's <laughs> Speaking so of funny. New York Times yeah. bestsellers, oh. you know, she, she is a fucking technically a New York Times bestselling author. What, with a cookbook? Yeah, yeah, that and and something else, and it's just like, oh god, a, a ghost written like something. Yeah, yeah. So all, all these, by the way, so let, let's let's get into it first and foremost. All of these books by celebrities, all of them, except for I can say with the exception of Tina Fey. Well, if they're writers like Mindy Kaling, Tina Fey, whatever, yeah, like no. B.J. Novak, whatever, like they they wrote their own book. But anyone else that you're like, oh my gosh, yeah. They wrote a book. I can do like it's. <sighs> they didn't though. No, they didn't. They didn't. So when you like like Snooki is a perfect example from Jersey Shore. Sure, she technically has three New York Times bestselling books. It, they're, they're just ghost written by somebody else. Her name and picture goes on it. Blah blah blah. Same yes. with Chrissy Teigen. Uh, the reason why I'm bringing up Chrissy Teigen to start this this show tonight is uh, she put a, a fucking tweet out to um, this New York Times columnist who, who's won a Pulitzer Prize by the way. Um, uh, a chick by the name of uh, Maggie Haberman. And uh, I can say chick. We're talking about two women. A lot of people are like, oh, you're, you're a misogynist. She put out this tweet. Um, you I know, think that ship has sailed. Say, say you know, she, she covers the White House and all this shit. And she was like, if you say lies instead of demonstrable falsehoods, um, fucking you, you could shorten up your, your tweets and uh, make the best of your fucking thing. Blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, so uh, what? What did she, what did she do? Uh, she was she was this this woman had put out. She was a tweet. telling her how to write. Basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's just like, uh, what, what wasn't an attempt at at sarcasm? Or was it not? I don't know. But it just seems weird to me that you're calling out and like uh, a Pulitzer Prize winning author for shit, and um, you're. Yeah. A, a swimsuit model like you're a sports illustrated swimsuit like, model don't get it twisted like don't be delusional enough yeah to think it, it, it's it's crazy to me where it's like man you, you think as a personality like you're big you're big and you're like oh, i can just fucking everybody loves me everything's mm-hmm, great everything that mm-hmm, i say mm-hmm. it's like it's not really the truth no um and you no. have you have to know that by the way and it's all about staying in your lane. Yes. So no Christy Teigen's like, you know, following and like people idolize her, but it doesn't cross over into like Pulitzer Prize winning like no. territory or like politics or like, do you know what I mean? Like you in your lane among like, like Lena Dunham loves her yeah yeah she is just so funny and fierce yeah, yeah. she just says whatever she wants <laughs> she talks about eating bacon like god dude she's so funny a she's not funny you guys uh, yeah moderately funny but it, like no, she, here's the thing it gets for, heightened by what by by how hot she by is by how hot she is yeah so y- the y- there's a lot of stock in that. and the graph on that of like hotness to funny it's it all you know the, and the other thing is if you look back at it, right? Like, yes, she's like, she's hot and she was in Sports Illustrated, right? If she doesn't meet John Legend and he whisk her away to, you know, John Legendry mm-hmm. of meeting the Obamas and hanging out with them and playing private concerts and shit. Because once you start hanging out with like presidents and shit, you, you start to get delusional about who you are and your self sense of worth where you're like, man, I'm an important person now. I'm hanging out with presidents and all of these people. And it's like, eh, you married up. Otherwise, you'd just be another model kind of just strolling around out there. Nobody would really give a fuck. I will say she added a little bit of coolness to John Legend, though, which has afforded him like a hundred percent, a couple things as well. But but yes, yes. And also she is living (laughs) (laughs) right. But she is living in this like nice when they get these like nice houses on the hill. Yeah. They're stuck in this house. Surrounded by, by, by the way, a huge wall. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, so everything they bitch about Trump, they have. They've got the huge wall. No one can get up there. It's a goddamn fortress up there. Mm-hmm. Um, the same way, you know, it's it's not fine for the rest of America, but it's fine for us, right? Right, right, right. Don't put up those walls. <laughs> ours is going to need to be a little higher. Yeah. Um, we're actually getting ours extended, but we need you guys to just welcome everyone into your life. Yeah. Um, we're also going to go to a little bit more of a private school than we did have. It's oh, a little boy. bit too, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you get delusional, right? Because you're just reading admiration for yourself and like, you just read all these amazing things. Maybe she reads shitty things too, but you, you just sort of, you forget. If you buy into it though, like that's the thing is like, cause I'll get people, uh, so I, I, I wrote back last night, um, cause I was up and I was watching the game and, I, you know, I, I just said, uh, man, if I, if I can, there's so many, I mean, I'm getting blown up on Twitter for it. I will say that she's got a lot of followers. Um, oh, yes. a lot I'm of goddamn you. followers. People uh, so I just, I just wrote back. I just said, look, I never thought I'd see the day where a sports illustrated swimsuit model calls out a Pulitzer prize winning journalist over her use of shorthand writing. Fuck it. I'm calling out Buzz Aldrin then. You stepped on the moon like shit, bro. I would have hopped less. And it blew up. And uh, she's she, she's got a bunch of social media followers. They were like, she's amazing. And she's hilarious. She's a New York Times bestselling author. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. So her we're followers were like, right she there. can critique her. J- yep, yep. Dead serious. Her followers were like. She can critique her journalism because she's a New York Times bestselling author mm-hmm. to a Pulitzer Prize winner. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's let's pump the brakes on that. Somebody ghost wrote, wrote a co- like a cookbook. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That we're doing? Yeah, yeah. A she's a best, right? yeah, bestselling author for, um, you know, bacon wrapped recipes. Plantains. Bacon wrap plant plantains. Great. Whatever it is. Um and it's like, no, oh, that's that one's nuts. That one's not a no go. Um I'll, I will I will give you the fact that you made John Legend cooler. Cooler. Yeah. And I'll say because I don't I, I, not once in my life have I heard anybody come up to me and say, Oh man, did you hear that new banger from John Legend? Yeah, no. Amazing. I don't even know. I, I, mean, I don't, I've never had one person come up to me and say, Man, you know I'm going to concert? Like I'm going to see John Legend in concert tonight, and I am fucking stoked. Here's here's where I would be like stoked to see John Legend, right? At a Macy's on like when your your kid's getting his picture taken with Santa and he's playing in the background? <laughs> no. <laughs> if I went to like somebody's house, same mm-hmm. like New York, house party. Right. I've like gotten invited to a house that I like shouldn't be invited, right? Like right. I somehow <laughs> someone thought that I was like cool enough to go to this thing and it's like very it's like awesome wine and very swank this like awesome penthouse or something and there's legend playing in the playing in their house piano do you okay know what I mean? yeah, yeah yeah then i would be like oh my god you right, know like right. freak out absolutely right. but and i may even whisper i wouldn't even buy a ticket <laughs> i wouldn't even buy a ticket to this but god dang is it you know what uh, i mean i would yeah. be so stoked because he that's was playing level, inside your house. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, a level of like, holy shit. I'm not even stoked when I get in an elevator or or a CVS and his music is on. Like, not not one no, part no, of no, me. No, 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 no. Um, I, I just, I just, God damn it, that guy's a snooze. Um, so you a, know, t- a talented snooze. Like, I do not deny. Well, here's the thing, his but to enormous me, talent. He's like Kenny G, where yes. like Kenny G is is enormously talented. Like he really is. <laughs> so is Yanni. Like if you're breaking down talent levels, oh, but but Yanni, we like Yanni. Kenny yeah. Joe, yeah, we do yeah. not like Yanni. But um, I would buy a ticket. <laughs> you've lost your mind, Yanni. <laughs> Me backstage G, at Yanni. G Legend, Yanni G Legend. Same categories. Both look. They're are Bolton, they talented people? Yeah, there, Bolton. Yeah. Both, like all, all of them have uh, talents. They are talented people. Just boring. It's just fucking boring to me. It's baby snoozing music. Yeah. You throw that music on and your baby will just, oh, yeah, go and, right to sleep. And we talked about him a few weeks ago when, when he wrote uh, fucking Kanye, that, that yes, per- personal yes, message yes, and yes. said, brother, you can't fucking <laughs> uh, show, show your love for Trump. People are watching you and all this other bullshit. You know what, John Legend? Here's the only thing that really matters. Because truthfully, 
No one cares what celebrities think about politics. No one, no real person in America cares what celebrities think about politics. That's part of the delusion that you're living in and every other celebrity is living in. Yeah, they're one percenters talking about. Exactly. Talking about who and what people should vote for. I, and again, we don't do this on the show because I don't give a fuck. Um, I don't care who you vote for. You work hard for your money. Vote however you want. I don't, I'm don't. not going to fucking tell you who to vote for. I don't give a shit. I can tell you who I voted for, and that's about it. But don't tell me, John Legend, or everybody else who to vote for. Don't tell fucking Kanye. Kanye is out here dropping bangers in these streets. A lot of people said, oh, he's crazy on TMZ. It wasn't crazy. It sounded lucid. sounded amazing. Uh, the reason why I'm going on this Kanye trip right now is he's putting out five albums in a row back to back to back and i was like oh boy i was super skeptical about this that's too much music for one man the first one dropped unless you're kanye yes I, I, I guess so the, the first one dropped he produced uh the new push T album booking that dropped on uh thursday at midnight <laughs> bangers dude yeah bangers uh, on all over that i mean it was puff daddy even and you rarely see Puff Daddy do shit like this. Like he even made a video <laughs> into the phone, was just like, "This is a classic, uh, man. I can't believe it." And all of a sudden, magically, everyone forgot about Kanye wearing a MAGA hat and was just focused on the music again. And that's when it's, it's going to keep happening. I have a feeling because Kanye's album comes out next Friday, and then after that, it's Kanye and Kid Cudi, and then after that, he's doing the Nas album, and you're like. Fuck, if it is anything production value wise, like this Pusha T album was, like I've listened to that goddamn thing like 30 times. Um, and the point is, you just drop bangers, dude. Just if you can drop bangers, then you can talk shit about the world and nobody gives a fuck. So, like John That's Legend, true. if John Legend was dropping Kanye type bangers all the time, man, mm-hmm. eh, maybe people would, would care about who he's voting for. Um, right. But they don't. They don't because you're not dropping bangers, John. But we also know, like, they make it really known who they voted for do you know what i mean oh like, n- non-stop it is all political and and again you're, you're probably asking me ross wh- why the fuck were you in christy tegan's feed? i'm not i'm not in any of these feeds whatever algorithm twitter, twitter is has trying me in. to start yes, fights yes. because they want to hear your response ross they go hey what do you have to say about this and, and they was, put in your face <laughs> a bunch of the people that listen to this show follow me on twitter they'll send me screenshots of people who it's like oh you liked ross patterson's page you might also like and it's like courtney cox and, right. and they'll they'll send in them like hey man did you know you're like paired up with Courtney?" and i was like what the fuck, fuck i did a movie with her maybe 12 years ago but that should not be the person that i don't follow her on twitter and it's like that shouldn't be the person who's next to me of like oh if you like ross you'd like a nice 54 year old courtney cox boring courtney cox yeah um (laughs) she's she's a lovely person i just we're we're totally opposite ends of the spectrum i don't think she's crazy like crazy politics or whatever i think she's just i don't boring know. a little bit I don't you know. know uh she was married to david arquette for a long time and yeah. uh i i don't know who he voted for but i worked i did a movie with him as well he was crazy interesting um yeah he's cool yeah it's just not that guy doesn't give a fuck about anything uh, to that <laughs> point though did you hear the like cardi b's rant about taxes no um she's she's like i'm giving 40 percent yeah of my money yep what is this going to? Yeah. What I'm telling you, government, what are you doing? You know, just yeah, like yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shapiro or Ben yeah, yeah ben, ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro, yeah. He was just like he's like, sorry to break it to you, Cardi B, but you're a Republican. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if you're if you work hard for your money, yeah, and you want to keep it, yeah, but you voted Democrat because that's what all your friends told you that you needed to do. <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And now you're coming out, and I think maybe that with Kanye and this, like Maybe more and more is going to start coming it, it, out. It is. I think because like, if, if you really break it down, um, uh, and I, look, Roseanne has talked about this as well a lot on her feed. Again, someone who I'm not following but is still on my fucking feed all the time. She she always talks about the middle, um, and I think politics should head more and more towards the middle. Right. Take some from the right, take some from the left, and kind of mash it in the middle and, right, and, right. and get what you get there. But uh uh, the, the taxes is a big issue on that. And it's like, dude, you think it's all rad to to vote Democrat and everybody else is telling you that. Then what you happens start is, making money. Exactly. You start making money, start getting rich. And then you realize Ooh. when you look at your checks, like I'll never forget the look on your face when you opened up like one of my first residual checks in the mailbox. And you're like, whoa, 
Yeah. I'm sorry. It appears as if they've taken 40% out of this. And I was like, oh, yeah, they have. And it's more now. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm like, so um, so there, there's a reason why um, people are, are, are kind of switching to the right and saying, okay, may, maybe you're all right. And look, people like Cardi B and, and things like that. Again, when you start coming out and really looking at it, you're like, oh, fuck, I'm losing almost half of my paycheck. And again, where is it going? Where and is it going? I can tell you where it's going. It's it's going to shit like uh, today. Like this has been going on for probably the last two weeks in the news. Um, all of these celebrities are talking about uh, children getting ripped away from their parents at the border. Okay. Um, kids are getting separated from their families. All right. And it's it's a law because what happens is when you get you get arrested illegally coming into the country with kids. Mm-hmm. You can arrest the parents, but then the kids have to go to some, you know, social reform thing or whatever right. and, and either wait for the parents to get deported or mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck's going to happen there. But the kids can't go to jail. Right. So. Dang. Y- exactly. But this is a this is a known law. Sure, sure, sure. That's been in effect for Which a long crazy. time. Why are you taking like. It, to me, what do they do with the kids? By t- the way, they, they put them in a like into like some some shelter, some some fucking thing. And here's the thing: as a mom and a dad, if you're putting your children at that kind of risk, fucking illegally hopping over. And by the way, it's only for illegals, so it's not for people who are legally trying to come into the country. Um, right. it, it is if you were illegally trying to come into the country, you know you're going to get arrested. You know that. Yeah. There, there is no like open border policy with here or any other country in the United States, Canada, France, everywhere I've been in the world, you've got to check in, show your, your passport, mm-hmm. nine forms of shit. Right. At no point could I just say, oh, no, but I want to come in. Like, right, right. If I illegally cross their border, anybody's border, I'm getting arrested. And that's the thing. If I were to take my child with me and do that. I'm a shitty fucking parent at that point because right. I know I know what I'm doing. These parents know what they're doing. So if you get if you're if you're coming into the country illegally and you're with children, there's a high probability that you're getting arrested and you're going to be separated from your children for a while. So why are you taking that risk? And everybody, they, all these fucking celebrities, all I keep reading is the last two weeks is like, oh, but they fucking, you should do something. We should help them. And, and no parents should be separated from their children. Why? I, you're just being a shitty parent. Like th- there is nothing, th- there is nothing wrong with staying in your own country and trying to make a living and then coming in legally. Right. Like that that's supposed to be the system in place not the other way around right. so if you're fucking hopping over the border and you and you're you know your children are getting ripped away from you it's because you're a shitty mom and dad and and i hear the i'm trying to hear the other side of the argument and try to understand it where they're like no they're coming in here to make a better life how how cuz you come into this country you cannot get a job it's it's not like you hop into the country and there's a million people with jobs just waiting for you and housing and all that shit. Well, welcome. Yeah, We're going to yeah, give you no. an awesome job and a place to live and all that shit. No, they come in illegally and they immediately go into the welfare system. Cardi B, that's where your taxes are going to. That's where that 40% is going to. Right. It's paying for all this welfare and all this shit. So these people can get uh, like what reassimilated with society and then be on their own. And it's like, Dude, that's going to take years and a shit ton of taxpayers' money, and it's all fine and dandy until you actually get the bill at the end of uh, the year on April 15th, and it's like, oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. Maybe who's actually paying for it? Yeah, and it, you know, the celebrities like fucking Deborah Messing and all these fucking assholes are looking at it like, no, child should ever be support. No, Deborah, you've got kids. Would you ever run across somebody's border in, in another country and, and take a risk? You won't even let your kid take the life jacket off on the boat, <laughs> on the yacht. You won't even take your kid out of a fucking $35,000 a year private school so they can go to school with the other 83% of Latinos who are learning English grades K through 5 at yeah. public schools in Los Angeles, let alone you know fucking you would never drop the border or the gate around your fucking house they can't cross the street without their nanny yeah exactly um, Deborah. god damn it yeah so i look at this shit and it's like um is it a sad situation like these pictures are really sad I this mean, situation a, yeah but this anything. situation is sad. but you know what you're doing like anything it, with kids it's not like a, you know a hurricane came through and like separated them it's like something that 
you did and i mean yeah. i i know that they're living in shit like squalor it there you know what i mean in, in mexico in mexico if, if the people that are trying to come over here yeah there's people that are fine in mexico they're great they uh, have their house there yeah you've been to company. Y- y- yes like, yes there's fine but then there are some you know people that are just there's no way to get out of the poverty that they're in but so. we we also have that in america we also have that in our in- inner cities in America where, you know, again, we watched that documentary on yes. Flint and Detroit and yes. Yes. South Side of Chicago. We have yeah. our own people, Americans, who are actually in the exact same position in squalor and all that shit. No offense, but this is America. If if this money's going anywhere, let's let's use it to help Americans first. Get everybody back on their feet let's and get working. Some more cops in Flint, if I've learned anything. God, cops, teachers, if all I've of this shit. If I've learned anything, they need more police officers in yeah. Flint. <laughs> yes. Like, Please. Let's use the money for that, not for, <laughs> oh my God, the, the border and these people yeah. are coming in from this other shit. I don't know. I, I, like, get the fuck out of here with it, man. Like, we need to be helping out our own American citizens first before helping out the rest of the world. Why are we the world's fucking police? I guess my thing too is that I don't know I don't know enough about how easy or hard it is for them to do it legally. Like I don't, I, I don't know. So like I guess I'm just like, is it is it that hard? Is it, they are you know the poverty is insane as far as like the them trying to get out of it, right? In in, just, in Mexico, yeah, in some parts, and these people that are coming over in some parts. But again, there is some parts of America that are the same. So I it's guess like move to like. Mexico City. Or yes. Something. Move I to a bigger know. city. Try to make yourself a bit like this. This is yeah, happened yeah. For, since the dawn of time um, of. All right. Great. Where you are. Try to make the best out of your situation. Be prosperous. Live like every country. There's examples of people who have made it in this world working hard and doing something. Right. Why are you so special that you get to come in for free and we need to take care of you and then help you get on your feet to do. Why? Like, what, what is it about you? Now, if if you're like the selective immigration, if you're a fucking surgeon or a heart surgeon or, you know, uh, a scientist or something like th- those are the immigrants you should be inviting in. Somebody that's going to help the country immediately. You can get them jobs immediately. Right. And then, boom, uh, they'll be on their feet in two seconds. Not people you're you're trying to take care of for the next 10 years so they can get on their feet and build a life here like that. We're all just paying for that, which if you're going to pay for it as an American, we should pay for it for our own fucking people who live here, who are struggling in squalor in these inner cities, pay it to the fucking police, pay it to the teachers. Like let's build better schools and cops and all that shit for America first, not these other fucking countries. It's not. And I don't want to sound heartless, but it's not my fucking country. Like try to make the best of your own situation in your own country. Like America is not the fucking answer for everything. Right. It just isn't. Right, because you can be in poverty. You can be in poverty here, and even harder to get out of it. Yeah, here. Um, This is the only country I know, though, where you can just hop the hop the fence and then get government money, like welfare and food and all that shit. Like, fuck, man! Do you imagine hopping into Mexico and asking for free food? It'd be a goddamn street fight. (laughs) And and also, it's like putting the pictures of the kids and talking about it in that way. Michael Moore does that in like his documentaries where it's like you show these things and use these very visceral. Yeah. Um, these images. Images to make people be like, oh, my God, that's not right. But when you really break it down and go, well, they didn't have to be there. Yeah. yeah. They probably didn't choose to be there. Their parents <laughs> did. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's. It, yeah. It's, I think it's a cheap way to be like, see. It Look is. what's happening. Welcome, everyone. And, and it's, you're like, it's, no, 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 no. It's one of those things where Michael Moore knows exactly what the fuck he's doing. Right. But it's the same kind of thing. He'll hold up a picture of the kid that died yeah, in yeah. whatever war by whatever gun. And he's just like, see, this is what happened. Showing the crying mom. Yeah. That, you know. And Michael Moore is worth uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of three to four hundred million dollars. Um, he's made it just from doing that. Yeah, that, yeah, just just from these docs. Uh, that's his thing, and and whatever he's made a great living out of it. So congratulations on all that shit. Um, but you know, that's a perfect example. He's from Flint, Michigan. Fucking, you yeah. know, 
he's a piece of shit person and uh, able to make it happen. He's worth three or four hundred million. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, somehow got Mike, out. Yeah, yeah. Michael. He crossed the border of Flint <laughs> yeah. into where? Detroit or something? What did we say? No. Go to Detroit. <laughs> yeah. You guys go anywhere else. Go anywhere else but Flint. <laughs> Get out of Flint. Yeah, I know. Oh, boy. Let's abandon that town. But but again, a piece of shit like Michael Moore made it out and made, you know, three hundred forty million dollars for himself sure, doing sure. it. Um, <laughs> it's possible. Anything is 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 really possible if you put your mind to it. As shitty as it sounds, or you're like, all right, great. Poison water, fucking two cops oh, on duty. Don't, Get out I of can't, there. I man. know. I can't. I can't. I just. I. I, I want to just take all the the Flint police officers out and get just give them like giant hugs and just sit down with them and say hey guys there's a bus outside we're all we're all leaving together we're taking you three miles away <laughs> to paradise do you know what i mean like what huh we're, we're getting, we could leave we're getting, huh? we're getting them out of there we're getting them <laughs> yeah, out of there yeah you can go all those teachers everybody let's Every just what? let's just leave that teacher salary is going to be the same anywhere just yes. get out of hey. there hey hey get out of there Look at this classroom. You could be teaching these kids for the same amount. Yeah. They'll be like, what? You could be teaching Deborah Messing's <laughs> yeah. kids. Uh, yes. In, in yes. Behind a gated community with, with fucking actual rainbows because they've, they've got a guy there. They've got a CGI guy inside the preschool making actual rainbows yeah. for the children. Yes, yes. But uh, Flint's fine. They hired that boy and his ma. Oh, they did. They hired that young kid and his old ass mom, and they're good now. So the streets are safe in Flint. Oh, uh, that that will make me laugh for a thousand years. By the way, even when they're practicing in the gym, and I see her, uh, can't do around. it. Can't Wait, do it. What's that name? Is of she it? there to just support him? Or? T- tell the audience the name of that documentary. Is it just called Flint? Flint Town. On, on uh, Flint Town. Okay, on, on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Give it a good look. See, we uh, we always be... go back to that somehow. Yeah, it's gonna be about episode three where you can't take it anymore, right? Nope. Is it three or four? Ah, boy, if it was one for me. It was it, it, you. It was three for you. <laughs> you can really tell like this the the heart that someone has by that. Like I have zero heart, and it's just like oh, after one episode, I was like, I don't like, understand why. Oh, just no, leave. I just see, leave. Like, just drive away. This is horrible. You know, like how bad it is, and I'll like watch it then. When I see that old, ad, they or yeah. After the first episode, you looked at me and you're like, "What'd you think?" And I was like, "I'm I'm good on this." Yeah, and, you, and were you were like, like "I don't understand." They I was just, like, "They need to leave. They just need to leave. They just, just need to just, leave. I just, can't. I can't drive going to another down city. A million cities them. like yeah. that in America. Just go. Uh, you made it through three, the top of three, in like 15 minutes in with a mom and the kid, and you were like, "Yep, turn it off." When they had a couple spots to fill. Yeah. In that police, God damn it! Turn it off. Um, I want to talk about a Rostradamus prediction that came true. Another one. Another one. God, I'm an amazing human. I have one too, but do I'll you walk. really uh, about me? No, no, I something that came true. But okay, it, it's okay. Uh, my mine was the solo. I've been talking about this for uh, a little over a year now. Han Solo, the, the Han Solo oh, movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, just bitching about it. Like they didn't cast anybody cool. They're just all nerdy. Uh, yeah, Han Solo was cool. Oh yeah. Um. And they cast like this this nerdy guy. I love Donald Glover, but this he was wrong for Lando Calrissian, the young Lando Calrissian. Like it looks like he may be the only saving grace. But go ahead. I, even then, it's just it's just too dorky, man. You need a fucking pimp ass dude. Um, and I'll and I'll get to somebody who did a great example of it soon. But uh, it bombed, it bombed this weekend, yeah, and everybody's they were really pushing that shit too over everything, dude. The, the solo cups. Um, you, <laughs> Shut did, up. I'm dead serious. Did you see that campaign? No. This uh, for so for Solo Cups for Memorial Day weekend, they changed it to Solo, and then a Star Wars series, and it was mm. like uh, b- brilliant advertising. It was really brilliant. Yeah, yeah, really good. Um, and they tried everything with everything. that fucking movie. They knew, and they yeah, yeah. Not only did they know, but if you if you notice, they cut that guy, the the guy who was playing Han Solo, out of. The tra- you never heard him talk really in you the trailer. You never really see him. He's in the dark no, the whole time and you don't hear him talk. <laughs> it was just a bad choice all the way around of all these dorky things, uh, dorky people playing cool. You're supposed to be fucking cool and they're not doing that. Um, and now they're doing a Boba Fett movie spinoff. And it's just, I'm dead serious. And you're like, oh boy. Uh, it, the, so the questions came up inevitably of what happened and why, what happened and why. Thing is, when you're grinding out 30 fucking star wars movies a year now just a lot like these superhero movies to try to make money 
there's a fatigue on the audience, man, where you're just like, all right. Because uh, a lot of people, like the diehard fans, have been like, hey, man, we didn't like any of these new goddamn movies. So we're done with That's the solo thing and everything yeah. else. Like, I haven't heard anybody too juiced off about it and um, about the Star Wars movies. It's a lot of excuses from the fans of like, oh, no, they're, they'll get it right. Or they're in this dispute with Lucas or whatever. It's not. Here's the, here's the real answer on all of this shit. I've said it once. I'll say it one more time for you. It's Disney paid $5 billion for this franchise with a B. They've got to make that money back. Therefore, they're going to chunk out these fucking Star Wars movies as fast as they can. And they've already set dates, release dates, from when they're coming out for the shareholders. So the shareholders of Disney know when these dates are coming out. It makes their stock more attractive to buy. However, that does not give you enough time to write a great script. That's going to cut down on the writing time. And all the fucking CGI effects that go into these goddamn movies takes a long time in post-production you're really pressed up against it to try to put out a great quality film because there isn't enough time because the next one is is coming out now and the next one and the next one and the next one. They're trying to recoup this money as fast as they can. Therefore, their stocks and their shareholders, everybody will be happy. However, the fans are not going to be happy because it's it's not enough time at the fans' expense for them to make these projects great. So they're all just kind of mediocre. This is going to keep happening. Um, you know, the ones that are able to take their time, like like Deadpool, is is crushing right now. The first one was pretty good. Uh, the second one, everybody loves, and it's like they spent enough time and said, "Hey, let's get the movie right, and then yes. we'll figure it out later." Of of what's going to shake out? Not with these Star Wars movies. These these dates are already set in stone. For Christmas, for the last one came out at Christmas, for Memorial Day. like, And then, you know, with this one, they fired the directors, brought in Ron Howard. Uh, they they got that kid an acting coach. Oh, it, uh, it's going to be a nightmare. Uh, just a nightmare. And to me, you know, if you look at the simple formula of, of what's going on in today's world, like this Boba Fett thing that just got announced, it's a, a female-driven fucking world right now in Hollywood. Why not capitalize on that? And instead of doing Boba Fett, just look at the numbers for Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. It mm-hmm. crushed. It absolutely crushed. Do do a Princess Leia movie. Like the chick who's playing Leia is fucking dope. Like yeah. just do that. Yeah. Do fucking do that movie. Um, but no, they're just gonna go with Boba Fett, the guy who had a I don't know anything. Like I don't know. What are we doing? What are we doing anymore? I don't either. <laughs> and it's like uh I, I gave up after the last you know, the ones with Jar Jar Binks and shit like that. I haven't seen one since. I can't I can't go back there anymore. Yeah, so I think these these Star Wars movies are just kind of running out of gas here at this point. Um, I did see an interesting trailer pop up the other day called Tag that I wanted to talk about. Um, this story and this... Because when you see the trailer, by the way, for a movie called Tag, it, it, it is exactly what you think it is, where it's adults playing tag against one another. When you... When you Watch the trailer. It says based on a true story. Um, it is. Yeah. It is. And I remember this project. This has been around in Hollywood for fuck. I man. remember it. It's been. I want to really say fifteen years. Yeah. Like something crazy like this, where uh, I forget what magazine it was. I, and like, don't quote me on this, but I I want to say it was like a GQ or something like that. Yeah. Um, or like a, a Vanity Fair, where it talked about these these childhood friends who've been playing tag their entire life, and like this one guy was it for like I don't know eight or ten years or something like that, and like he went into like a deep depression and like. I mean, it got fucking dark, <laughs> this article. And somebody optioned it in Hollywood to make it into a movie. It's been through like 9 million iterations. If I remember correctly, back in the day, I believe, I want to say it was Ralston Thurber, who was coming off a of dodgeball, um, who who had found this project or yeah. either worked on it. I, I don't know if he's doing this or whatever. But uh, when I saw the trailer finally pop up, I was like, oh my God, finally, after all these years, yeah, this movie's getting made. And like, I hope without seeing it, it goes into the dark side of this where there's like a, a depression element of it because it's just like, man. And the one guy has never been tagged in like 30 years, like out of their friends and they're adults. Like they, they've been doing it since they were young all the way up until, you know, forties, fifties. And, uh, I don't know which direction they decided to take with it. Right. But one guy has never been it for like 30 years. And like, they've been planning these elaborate like his friends have been planning like elaborate trips and things like that and like 
he he's he somehow knows he'll he'll avoid them. He wouldn't go on vacations with them. Like, um, and it gets it gets dark in this article, and I was like, shit. And it I remember like reading the article, and I was like, fuck. It looks like they're going a hangover route to where it's one of their weddings. The wife is like, don't you, you know, like you guys need to turn it off for like one day so that they all have to be in one place. And like the wife is like, no tag. Gotcha. Obviously that's, you know, hijinks are going to ensue. Sure, sure. But um, I think it looks a little bit funny, but. You know, you never know with trailers these days. They'll couch them as one thing, and then you're like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, it'll yeah, be a we'll totally see. depressing movie that they made look like a comedy. But this is why I'm This is why I'm curious about this. Is like I remember reading this original article, and when this, when this uh, article got optioned to become a movie, and I was like, man, I, if you go down that dark road, it could be interesting. We'll see what happens with it, though. Uh, that was one that I was, I was kind of looking forward to. I was like, ah, yeah, good yeah. for them. They finally got it made. Um, Me too. Yeah, kind of like cock blockers with my buddies. And I was just like, oh, finally got made. I know, I know. It's always a feat. You're just like, dang. And (laughs) to have something be around for that long and and people not be like, you know, and it not be dated, to have it be something that can still hold up. Oh, boy. You know what I mean? So that's the other thing is like those scripts have to get changed so So much much. over time. So much. If they're sitting. A million writers and. Different uh, names. They like attach different things. And it's just like, it just seems like that. That's the hardest thing to do. Oh, yeah. And and the other one was the the Queen uh, trailer dropped uh, for the movie Queen. Same. And and I thought, look, I, I wanted to see the the other movie. With Sasha Baron Cohen. Yes. That was going to be dark and fucking Dude. super edgy. Like I was beyond amped for yes. that. Yes. And when they said, no, we're going to tell the story of Queen rather than just Freddie Mercury's story. And because the, the band kiboshed that Sasha Baron Cohen movie. And uh, mm. I was I was pissed off about it. And then they hired Mr. Robot to play right. Freddie Mercury. And uh, look, I, I I saw the trailer and I, I, I'm in. It, yeah. ho- it hooked me. It was a great yeah. trailer. Yeah. They put all the hits in there and mm-hmm. there's some shots in there where you're like, fuck, he really looks like Holy Freddie Mercury. Looked, yeah. 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 So I'm going to give that one a go. I was, I was down on that project before, but, uh, it actually looks pretty fun. And I love, I'm a, I'm a musical, obviously a rock doc guy. Like I love musical documentaries, but I also love those, those biopic pictures where it's like, uh, walk the line is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, uh, Ray is one of my favorites. Fucking love Ray. Oh, I, I just, yeah. Big, big fan of, of Ray. Like I, I, fucking... I could have done without the brother dying. <laughs> <laughs> Who does that joke? I forget. But like, I don't know. when you critique like real bad. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. That just happened in his that life. Was, that was actually <laughs> in that was his, just life. his life. No. I know it's not like a part they chose to put in. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I like I like those. This looks like this. This has the same look and feel as one of those, where it's just like, all right, cool. I, I, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in I'm for down. the Queen movie. I'm in for the Queen movie. So my Rostradamus, I don't. I really don't like to gloat or or push things in in your face. Sure. But um, you know, North Korea. We'll see. Oh, ah. Ah. Ah, did you hear what happened last night? He- it's a no or a go? It's a go as okay, of last night. Okay, okay. So uh, Kim Kim Jong Unger got together with uh, Moon again last night, and they're now it's back on. So we'll see. We're still we're still we're in a we'll still see. We'll seeing. But okay. they were they were hugging last night on uh, social media. I was like, whoa, okay. is this back on or is this back off? Okay, I don't know. Some this is to it me. It was off. It was off. Um, but it's back on. It's it's still a uh, it's a coin toss now. It's a coin but toss the now. We'll see. Makes a little bit more sense now. Yes, <laughs> because yeah, you you look you you, you definitely really don't eh, know what the hell is gonna happen. You won the we'll see. You won the we'll see. So <laughs> we uh, we will see. That's not a win. We anyway. will see. <laughs> oh, we will see. And la- last but not least, I want to talk about this Morgan Freeman thing. Um, I, I mentioned it briefly. I made a, a, a Freeman Friday about it about the Me Too thing. Had to. So we got popped. Um, uh, he got popped for it. Uh, look, I, I feel like we all did. Is is yeah, is a, a male uh, as a male species at this point? Because I I I, <laughs> we I, I went back and read it. Uh, read the allegations. Read the whys and the hows of it and all that shit. Like, um, I have a hard time with people lumping him into the same category with like a Harvey Weinstein or whatever. 
yeah, he was hitting on women, maybe saying some filthy shit here and there, but like, that's kind of all dudes at some point. And it's like, man, you're not even allowed to be a creepy old man anymore. He's 80. It's sad. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) dude, 80 year old men, like that's, you know, they're about to die. That's it. If they're going to grab an ass cheek or, you know, I'm sorry, but that that video you put up, right. You know, if that's an example of it, it was one of them. Yes. And th- and, th- and that's what they were straight using. Straight up flirting. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was a flirting like yes. an old man, you know, and, talking and, about her, her taking it, her. Oh, you like it? I think at some point she said you like that. Yeah, and with these press junkets, um, I know we did a show about this where I, you know, I got to go behind the scenes with with uh, with my friend Andrea and see that world. You have eight minutes with all of these celebrities for these press junkets for movies in a room. Most of them. Most of them are like flirty, upbeat, whatever. Oh, absolutely. Because it's fucking eight in the morning. You're at the Ritz Carlton. You're stuck in a room all day. Not not that you know, you're trying to cross a border or something fucking life threatening like that. But for for the actor, whoever it is, you're just sitting underneath these heat lights. You're running through eight hours worth of interviews. Everybody's got eight minutes apiece. You're trying to make some form of impression. To, to get them in a good mood, get them chatty or whatever. Most of these women are flirting with these fucking dudes just to get some fun interviews and some awesome sound bites it's so they can take it back to their news. Flirty. Yes. And it's always been like that for fucking ever. But if it's like for some now. young guy or if you're talking yeah. about George Clooney or they're talking yeah. about, you know, it's always flirty, but it's just a matter of like who it is and That's looking it. back on it, how it made you feel. So at the time. Fine. Yeah. I'm sure they were just like, fine. I flirted a little bit with Morgan Freeman. Yeah. And then you were saying that the girl that started the thing. Well, the, the woman who, who cracked this story, if you want to put that in air quotes, was from CNN, um, who oh, the worst news network on the planet. She had a bad experience with him. Um, she got hit on or he said something. I asked her about if she was wearing underwear or something or whatever. And I think it's coming with with that voice. It's very jarring to you. Yeah. Do you know uh, what I mean? Are you, are you wearing panties? Right. So you're, you're like, panties? oh, I'm not used to that. Like <laughs> your Morgan Freeman voice that's supposed to soothe me. The I'm not used to it talking about my <laughs> yeah. breasts. Right. So it's very jarring. Oh, those are supple breasts. Sure. Aren't they? Yeah. Oh no! Show me them titties. There we go. Oh, you like it? Oh, I mean, oh, you know I do like it. I'm 80 years old and I love, love, love some titties. Um, I, yes. I, if you're hearing that as Morgan Freeman uh, hitting on you, it would be probably pretty jarring because it's it's the voice of God. However, sure, but he's still a, he's still a everywhere. human. Yeah, there's other people in the room. You're not totally. I don't know if there's any. Uh, maybe some so stories this, will come out. But. This woman went on a crusade and called up everybody and who's worked with Morgan Freeman and found these eight other people who were offended by what he'd said to them or blah blah blah. Um, again, no rape, no fucking. He wasn't fingering anybody. He wasn't doing like crazy shit. Positioning. There's nothing like behind closed doors that anyone came out with. So I just, again, man, because now you just killed a career. That's uh, like for this. And this is going to keep happening. And it's everybody's got some fucking ax to grind. And it's like, look, congratulations. You can you can look into any man's past, Mm -hmm. any man's past and find them either uh, in in a, a bad date a bad sexual experience or you hit on somebody improperly. You might've said something improper to somebody like you can find that in every, every dude on the planet um, at some point in their life, unless you're being raped or pinned down or, or fucking stuck in a situation like, and yeah. And what's scary is the retroactive um, persecution. So it's like something that is, you know, is like just now unacceptable. You know, you need to, you need to start judging that from now on. Do you know what I mean? The retroactive of like, oh, well, it's illegal right now. So let's go back to all the, the times when it wasn't, right, do you know right, what I mean? Right, or something right. like that. And like persecute all those people that were doing it. So that's a scary place to be when you're just like, as a man, like I heard somebody talking about it where they're just like, we don't know what's going to become unacceptable in like let's say five years and something that we've done right now is like not going to be acceptable then yeah. that we're now going to be persecuted. You're just like, what the fuck? Like, what do I do? You know what I mean? Like, is it going to become like, 
I, I don't know. And, and I can you're t- going to get your career ruined because you said one thing to somebody or whatever. Yep. And like, and I can tell you little by little in Hollywood right now, it is one of those things where like relationships between men and women are changing so fast because you're afraid to uh, say anything. You're afraid to say the wrong pr- thing to somebody. So it's, it's becoming very cold no calculated. Oh Yeah. It's it's a lot of fist bumps and mm-hmm. uh, it was nice to meet you and move on about your day. Keep your eyes up here. Yeah. Don't compliment the dress that I wanted you to compliment. Yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I. It's it's getting worse and worse and worse. And like you read this and you're like, fuck man, the guy's eighty. Like I, I don't you know, uh, he's got his own shit in his past and and whatever. Uh, but you know, I, I if this is what we're doing now. No one's safe, and congratulations, it's going to happen to all of us eventually because there's going to be somebody from your past who's just like, I didn't enjoy whatever experience we had or whatever sure. the fuck that is, That's and they're going to come out is. and it's say like, it. Be careful now because you don't know in the future what's not going to be acceptable and then who's going to dig back into your shit. I guess, but how do you live your life like that? Um, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, either way, we're going to get to the revolutionary figure of the day, shall we? We shall. The revolutionary figure of the day. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this old school. Um, I, I'm going to throw this out to, to Willis Reed. The top game seven of all time to me was uh, performance, was, was by Willis Reed in 1970. I know what you're saying, Ross. You weren't alive during that. Um, no, but I, this game has been replayed a thousand times over and over again. Uh, he had a, a muscle tear in his right thigh and came out, hobbled onto the floor, limping, um, and put on one, one of the most amazing performances ever. And uh, they ended up winning. The New York Knicks ended up beating the Los Angeles Lakers. And, and to this day, uh, that guy able to do that um, was, was arguably the greatest to me, game seven of all time. Uh, some some people say it was the, the Cavaliers versus the Warriors a couple years ago. Not a fucking prayer. The reason I'm saying this guy right now in this moment is Chris Paul just tore his hamstring, who's having the series of his life for the Houston Rockets. Couldn't play. He's, he's out, missed game six, and is most likely to miss game seven. This motherfucker made it in game seven and, uh, and killed it and won the title for his city. That's the way it should be. So with all these game sevens tonight and tomorrow, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to to seeing who the new heroes are. And uh, we got a big week of sports ahead of us. I'm super stoked about it. And I'm super stoked to be going to Las Vegas, Japes. Game one. <laughs> Ooh. Who was the best game? No, sure. <laughs> who was the best game one of your, of your entire life? Ah, uh, James. The, the Jeep tickets. The, no, the dream kidding. killer. The <laughs> dream yeah. killer. The boner killer. Yep. Uh, Deb's the boner killer. Jabel's uh, the love, dream killer. Yep. I love me a game one. <laughs> Ooh, you get to stretch out. Don't you got a lot of room in that stadium? <laughs> I get about three, four seats to myself. No, those tickets are. No, I know. Fuck. They're actually crazy. Uh, oh, crazy expensive. Like the no, I think the nosebleed <laughs> seats are going for like two grand a piece. Like these, yeah, getting tickets to like a Super Bowl or like a Stanley Cup and shit, that's fucking impossible. Um, luckily, we got a cool job. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm not paying for these goddamn tickets. I can mm-hmm. tell you that much right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just they're just being slid across the table in a Parisian cafe to the big guy. So, um, that's not true. Actually, I might. They, they might. I might meet they, them at like the Paris. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. At um. What's that? What's that restaurant? Mona Me. Yeah, Mona Me, Gabby. <laughs> Somebody shows up in a trench coat. Yes, yes. Meet me at, in front of the Eiffel Tower. I've got. I've yes. got tickets for you for the Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> the snow is cold in the winter, and you're. We. Oui. What is your oui. response to make sure you're the guy? What's well, we? Obviously, because it's French for oh, yes. Oh, so it's just we. Just we. Gosh, I just know we. I could. Ah, you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, for Jesse Wiseman, I am Ross Patterson. This is the Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.